This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 81. Woohoo. In today's show, I speak to Dan the Man about how to get inspiration because, you know, everyone needs that. It's never a bad thing, is it? Um, There's lots of rock and roll vocabulary, lots and lots and lots, in fact, all of which is on the website rockandrollenglish.com. I'm not sure if there are technical problems at the moment. There probably are. There's technical problems. But no one said life was easy, did they? Okay, we have to fight people. Anyway, I will stop talking rubbish and let you listen to the conversation with me and Dan the Man. Happy listening. Dan the Man, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? Fantastic, Dan, always fantastic. Um, Has anyone fucked you off in the last week? Uh, You have, a couple of times, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's normal, that's a normal week, yeah, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, what about you? Uh, just you, just you. <laughs> we only talk to each other, don't we? Well, that's it, yeah, I don't really speak to anyone else. Um, Anyway, Dan, how do we start the show? With a review. Oh, yeah. Again, I'm not going to ask you because I know you know, and I only ask you when there's the possibility of making you look stupid. I didn't actually know, but I guess we have one. You did. Um, Okay, so it's a Facebook review. Remember, Facebook reviews are welcome. And it's from Kurt Espinosa. I took a chance with that. I think that might be correct pronunciation, Dan. Yeah, it sounds right. Well... That's it. Okay, so here we are. Rock and roll English will change your view about learning English as a new language or mastering it. Martin, in my opinion, is a very good teacher. And Dan compliments him very well, to say the least. You got a compliment as well there, Dan, you know. Yeah, but you're you're happier with with your compliment, aren't you? Well, it's like, do you know when you're a child and it's like your brother's birthday and then they buy you a present as well just to keep you happy, like a little present. It's very much a similar kind of thing there. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. (laughs) You got a little present as well, Dan. You're happy. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. So let's continue. Their conversations give you good exposure to the language as they are just witty and full of banter like typical friends. Thus, this is a very natural way to learn conversational English. I remember how one day I started listening to one of their podcasts, but ended up listening and catching up with all the other episodes in no time. Two rock and roll phrasal verbs there, Dan. Ended up. What does that mean? To finish. Not really, dictionary, Dan. Come on, Dan. We need you need you more awake okay it's when you don't want to do something but then you do it in the end you ended up doing it it was not his intention to listen to all of them but that's what he ended up doing dan okay yeah thank you and catch up is when you are behind with something and then you have to do extra work let's say um so if you were to ask me what's the best english podcast out there well this is it go and find it for yourself keep on rocking that's a good review that is an absolutely rocking review. Thanks a lot for that, Kurt. Anyway, Dan, what's my next question? What are we talking about today? <laughs> and what is your answer to that question? I don't know. Oh, it's a shame. Have, have you, you haven't told me, have you? I actually haven't this time, so you do have an excuse. Um, so, Dan, I was looking for inspiration for what to do a show about because it's not easy. 
you know, this creative mind. I know how sort of artists felt like, you know, Van Gogh or whatever his name is. You're, you're comparing yourself to Van Gogh, yeah. Or whatever his name is. Very similar work. So I was looking for inspiration and I thought, let's do a show about how to get inspiration. Okay. So that's what we're doing, Dan. Okay. okay. So I got this obviously from a ridiculous website and we're just going to go through the points and have a chat about them, Dan. Can you handle that? Big time. So remember I said there, can you handle that? It's like, can you do that? And Dan's response, big time, is a very nice way to say yes, basically. So let's go. Um, so number one is go for a walk in nature, Dan. So do you like walking? Yeah. Who doesn't like walking? Well, I, I, well, I don't mind walking, but I need a destination, Dan. I don't like the term let's go for a walk because it's just annoying, isn't it? You think, are we turning left? Are we turning right? I, how far do I have to go? Then I have to come home. It's just stress, Dan. So you ju you don't just go for a wander sometimes. Uh, nice word there, just a wander. It's just a walk without a destination. That is my idea of hell, Dan. Are you serious? It's just it's just really annoys me. You're walking. I think, are we going left or right? Because no one knows where they're going, and it's just a fucking nightmare. You're, you're not good at improvising, though, are you? Well, that, living that's in it. the moment. Okay. Yeah, I'm like an army leader, Dan. Okay, I need I... things organised. Very similar. Um, and there is no nature in Palermo anyway. I could have a nice walk and breathe in all the fumes from the cars. Well, but... What about the beach? Well, that's far. Um, so when I say the fumes there, I mean like the smog. Um, yeah, it's far, Dan. So, you know. Okay, so the next one is to walk your dog or cat in the nature. Well, why would you walk a fucking cat? You took the words out of my mouth, Dan. Okay, so when I say that, I mean, he said what I was going to say. Is it even possible to walk a cat? I don't know. It's like those weirdos who have a cat on their shoulders on the bus. You know, just stay away from them. <laughs> I must say, I've never seen anyone with a cat on their shoulder on a bus. You've never seen that? Oh, not on the bus, but just anywhere. They sort of walk around town with cats on their shoulders. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But walking a dog, what do you think about that, Dan? Did you like walking your dog in the past? Oh, I think it's the greatest experience you can have. I love it, yeah. <laughs> we have spoken about dogs many times on this show, so I'm going to avoid that, okay? And just if anyone wants an update on the dog under my house, it still makes my life hell, okay? Good. Glad. Thank you for the sympathy. Um, okay, so another one is to practice yoga in a nearby park. So when I say nearby, I don't know why we say that, because it's the same as saying a park that's near, isn't it? Well, it's easier to say nearby. Yeah, nearby park. Um, have you ever tried that, Dan? I have, yes. <laughs> yeah? How was that? Well, it was, a, it was a part of a big group here in Toulouse, and afterwards I found out that um, people had been taking pictures and I was the only one with my eyes open looking around. So <laughs> I don't think I was doing it properly. Oh, how much I would love to see those pictures. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Yeah, I have actually. I did Acra yoga once uh, a few years ago. This was obviously, you know, when I was single. I thought it would be a good opportunity just to, you know, touch some girls. Touch? <laughs> well, because it's Acra yoga, you have to like hold each other. Fucking hell. How did you did you get chucked out? <laughs> so when he says chucked out, they mean did they let's say remove you? No, even more embarrassing, I wasn't really strong enough to hold the women, so <laughs> <laughs> um I made a complete fool of myself. So to say that is 
to say I made myself look completely stupid. I didn't realise that's why you went to yoga. A few years ago when you told me about this, I thought, oh, Martin's a bit cool. He's a bit different. <laughs> didn't realise you were just going there to perv over women. <laughs> so when he says to perv there, he means to basically look at them in a very strange, horrible way. But that's not really why, okay? Well, I'm just trying to dig myself out of a hole mm-hmm. now. Let's which move is on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is a nice term, actually. So when you're saying something and the situation is getting worse and worse, you need to get out of the hole. You need to dig yourself out of the hole. Um, although, talking of strange looks, that brings me next brings me nicely onto the next point. Which So remember, this is a way to get inspiration, it says. And it says to watch children playing at the park. Oh, what? That's, that's dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> Exactly. You'd probably get arrested for that. And then I actually thought about this and I remembered once when I was living in Rome and I actually did this. Well, I went to buy an ice cream and then I sat, I went to buy an ice cream. I sat down on a nice bench and there were some children playing and I watched them. And then I just noticed the parents looking at me, sitting on my (laughs) own on a bench, watching children licking my ice cream and, uh, yeah, they. I got some very strange looks, let's say. So you wouldn't recommend it? Uh, not really, because they think you're a pedo. What's a pedo, Dan? A paedophile. Yeah, which isn't a nice thing. That's an adult that does horrible things with children. But it's important to know this vocabulary, Dan. Um, but I also thought about that story, and I thought, what has the world come to, Dan? I was just enjoying an ice cream enjoying the sunshine and watching some children play what is so bad about that okay yeah i don't know uh, it's 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 weird i think the world is a crazy place now dan okay crazy place well, so you you want to go and watch children play <laughs> it's, it sounds ridiculous but it's it's nice when i watch yes my or niece, no yes or no when yeah. i watch my niece play i enjoy it that's different you know your niece i'm asking you yes or no yes or no do you want to go and watch Strangers Kids play? I enjoy watching children because the happiness is infectious, Dan. Okay? And I'm a happy person, not like you. Why don't you just go and get a dog? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Good joke, Dan. Good joke. Um, so another one is to go outside and draw a picture. Okay? Have you ever done that? I used to like drawing when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I remember in school actually you used to you used to think you were quite good at drawing, but you were no, actually I, really shit. I never thought I was good. I was definitely better than you though. Oh, I never thought I was like Van Gogh. Is it Van Gogh or Van Gogh? Van Gogh. You've mentioned him twice now. Are you are you reading a book or something? No, I'm not, I'm not reading a book. It's just we're talking about artistic stuff like meditation and and that's the only artist you know. That's the only artist I know, exactly. Good point. Um, Anyway, I do actually have a very good story about drawing a picture outside. This was not me, though. I must emphasise this. A friend of mine, let's call him Mike, okay, was living in New York, and there was like a free drawing course in Central Park. And my friend went because he knew the subject um, that the people were drawing was a naked woman. Fantastic. <laughs> Such an American thing, isn't it? Like, come along, man, to this drawing, and we're going to draw a naked woman in the park. And you're just like, oh my god. Anyway, so my friend went went there. They started drawing, and he obviously, first of all, focused on a, uh, let's say, the knockers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what what are knockers, Dan? Breasts. Breasts. Uh, yes, women's the thing that women have that men don't have. 
Um, knockers is a ridiculous term, actually, but I, I, I think it's underused. I think it's hilarious. I think you're right. Well, there you go. I'm bringing it back, Dan. Anyway, so he basically on his page had a pair of knockers and mm-hmm. then the teacher sort of came around to check what everyone was doing and said, oh, let's see what Mike's done and just saw <laughs> on a piece of paper. <laughs> An incredibly detailed pair of tips. <laughs> and said, oh, oh, yeah. So Mike here is concentrated on the uh, breast region. Uh, well, well done, Mike. <laughs> How many people were in the park? Well, Central Park, there's always people, but in the drawing class, he said there were about 10, I think. Yeah. But remember, it was not me, okay? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's strange. I, I, I wouldn't do that. No. I, I, would, I would just stand behind the artist staring at the naked woman. <laughs> that is a good plan, actually, Dan. Yeah, I'd feel very uncomfortable drawing a naked woman. Yeah, can you, do you have to just say, like, can you just move a bit? Can you just... <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. Very, very awkward, which is sort of embarrassing. Um, so another one is to write a bucket list. What is a bucket list, Dan? Uh, it's a list of things that you want to do before you die. Um, yes, exactly. Um, oh, well, I don't have a bucket list, but I was thinking anything similar to a bucket list. And I thought about your list of New Year's resolutions, Dan. How are they going? I know snowboarding was one and yep. that's been ticked off the list. No. Uh, that has been ticked off the list, yes. I and mean, what does it mean to tick something off a list, Dan? Uh, to mark it as done. Complete. Yes, exactly. So what else are we missing to complete this list, Dan? I um, mean, there's quite a few. Uh, nothing really has developed too much yet, but I want to do a Tough Mudder uh, is one of them. And, I mean, I could list them all out if you want, but what's the point? No, boring, I'm already bored, to be honest yeah. with you. So a Tough Mudder is like this thing that strange people do at the moment of like how do you explain it Dan it's a race where you get covered in mud and do obstacle courses Mm, I'm sure Dan's just going to touch some women (laughs) yeah correct (laughs) Um, okay anyway we'll move on to the next one before we get you in any trouble um, which is watch Planet Earth DVDs to experience the beauty of forests, oceans, jungles. My question to this is, is watching a DVD really experiencing like well, a jungle? It's funny you should say this because I read the other day that apparently watching Planet Earth gives the same benefits to you as doing meditation. Wow. Where did you read that, Dan? I can't remember, but I saw it somewhere. I think you might have dreamt that. It seems very strange to me of just watching a DVD is can be sort of so good. Just go on Google Images. Is that the same? Well, no. Have you, have you seen Planet Earth? Uh, I don't think so, no. Give it a watch and then come back to me. Um, okay. Nice, nice term there. Give it a watch. It's just to say watch it, but in a sort of nicer way, let's say. Okay, so I've got another one, Dan, here, which says, ask someone you love what they consider to be the most important thing they've ever learned. Um, And obviously, Dan, you know I love you. (laughs) So I thought I would ask you, what's the most important thing you've ever learned? What's this got to do with creativity? It's not creativity, Dan. It's inspiration, okay? So maybe you can tell me something now which will inspire me and change the rest of my life. Well, firstly, you throw me off because you said you love me. 
rock and roll vocabulary there when he said you've thrown me off it's like you've confused me you've disturbed me and um, well i do love you dan i show my love in a different way i must admit but of course i do how much do you love me <laughs> well let, let's not get ridiculous here now dan okay i've said it let's accept it and move on um i would say I, I, when i learnt the benefits of reading That is so shit. That must be the most... All right, fucking clever clogs. What's your, what about you? Did you just say clever clogs? I did, yeah. <laughs> so that's a term that generally people use when they're about five or six years old um, to the clever person in the class, the intelligent person. But Dan obviously still has the brain of a five or six-year-old, so that's why he uses that vocabulary. No, I'm talking to someone with the brain of a five oh, or six-year-old. sure, sure. Um, most important thing I've ever learned. Learnt. We're not American. <laughs> Good point. Um, I would say when I found out, you know, the dessert, um, tiramisu, mm -hmm. it, in Italian means literally pick me up. Tira like, is like, let's say, Paul pick me, me, su, up. So it means pick me up. How amazing is that, Dan? That's the greatest thing you've ever learnt. <laughs> I tell you, when I go home and tell people that, they think I'm the most intelligent person in the world. They think I'm a relation of Van Gogh or Van Gogh. Van Gogh, fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, but probably that's the, the, the greatest thing I have ever learned. Yeah. Um, so another one is to read an autobiography about someone that has lived an amazing life. I thought, remember, do not read Gandhi's autobiography because as Dan said... He's a boring cunt. I stand by that. <laughs> so remember, when he says I stand by that, it means I still support that. Um, have you read any other good autobiographies, Dan? Any good mountain climbers? We know Dan loves a mountain climber. I've read a couple, yeah. I've read uh, Sir Ranulph Fiennes. A really good one is the, um, the singer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. His autobiography Ooh. is incredible. That stands rock and roll side coming out there. I Big like time. it, Dan. Oh yeah. What about you? Uh, I, oh, don't no, don't let me guess. Let me guess. It's like George Best or Alex Ferguson or Ryan Giggs. Which one is it? <laughs> Alex Ferguson. There we go. Who was the manager of Manchester United? Autobiographies. I honestly think I've only ever read footballers' autobiographies. I think I can't remember any other ones. Um, anyway, Dan. So another one is to submit your resume. It says here for a dream job. What is a resume? Um, it's a CV. It's the letter you give to someone when you want a job. And I immediately know where you're going with this. So, <laughs> Well, I just thought, well, what is your dream job? Or have you always dreamed of being a freelance human being? I'd say it's the greatest job in the world. <laughs> Although I'm increasingly working with you now, which is an unbelievably stressful experience. <laughs> So you've gone from the dream job to the nightmare job. Like yeah. You need to find somewhere in the middle. Some knife edge. Yeah. Go back to that shit job, that nine to five job you had um, working in an office. Maybe that's the part in the middle you need, Dan. Oh, I think I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> so when I say a nine to five job, that's a common term just to say a normal office job where you work from nine till five. Um, so I'm actually going to finish on a sort of a positive note here, Dan. Mm-hmm. And so a way to get inspiration is to reflect on everything you've learned and accomplished, okay? 
-hmm. and how you've made a positive difference in the world. Okay, Dan, we have made a positive difference in the world, don't you think? Yeah, I guess so. Well, exactly. We can give ourselves a pat on the back there, Dan. Okay, yeah. Um, So a pat on the back is when you sort of, let's say, hit someone on the back to say, well done. Not too hard, though, because otherwise that's not a very good thing. That's abuse. It's abuse as well. We And we do not condone abuse, okay? What does it mean to condone, Dan? Um, accept. Accept, exactly. But it is the end of the show, Dan, so that means I do have some advice for you, okay? Okay. Can I have some advice? I'll give some advice to you as well afterwards. Sure. Um, so my advice is, if we're going in the right direction, Dan, all we need to do... Is <laughs> keep on walking. Keep on walking. <laughs> Dan knows that from uh, the TV show that we often talk about called The Office. So there's my advice to you, Dan, okay? Yep, and mine to you is uh, stop looking at kids in parks. (laughs) Thank you very much for that advice. You're welcome. See you later. See you later. Okay, so that was Dan the man and me speaking about how to get inspiration. So let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. We had ended up, this was on the review actually, we had two pieces of rock and roll vocabulary when Kurt said he ended up listening to all the shows. Remember, that's when you do something that was not your intention, but in the end, you do it. You end up doing it. Notice as well, followed by the ing. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, Kurt used to catch up with the show. So when you catch up on something, generally you haven't done it. You are behind and you need to recuperate, let's say. If you don't go to work for a couple of days, probably you are behind with your work. What do you need to do? You need to catch up. Um, I asked Dan if he could handle speaking about inspiration. So can he manage it? And he responded, big time, which is a funny way to say yes. Remember, funny with friends. Don't always say that. Um, Dan also used the term to go for a wander, which is like a walk without a destination, just a walk, something that I obviously hate. And we had car fumes. So the fumes are the chemicals, let's say, that the cars release. Smog is another word, I suppose. Not a nice thing. Um, When we were speaking about a cat, Dan said, why would you walk a cat? And I said, you took the words out of my mouth. Basically, you said what I was going to say. Um, We had the term chucked out when Dan asked me if I got chucked out. So if you get chucked out, you get thrown out, you get removed. You normally get chucked out from a place like a nightclub, a bar, stuff like this. Um, Dan also used the term perv. I don't think that's an actual real word, but it's a term we use. If you perv over someone, like he said, you perv over women, it means like you stare at them and you look just in a horrible way, like a pervert, which obviously is not a good thing. But remember, you perv over someone. And when I was talking about all of this rubbish, I said, hmm, I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole now. So when you are saying some stupid stuff you are in a hole let's say so then you try and say stuff to get out of the hole so you're digging yourself out of the hole dan also called me a pedo um so if you are a pedo it's a short way to say pedophile which obviously is not a nice thing but it is important to know these things many people laugh at me my friends when they hear the type of words we speak about on the show 
but they are important to know. Bad words are important and often are more used than normal words, so it's important. Speaking of strange, bad, stupid words, we had the word knockers, which, remember, is women's breasts. Um, it's a ridiculous word. It's very funny, though. Again, something that you would only say with your friends, etc. But it's a very stupid and funny way to talk about that area of the body. And um, we had the word awkward when something is like embarrassing, an embarrassing situation. We also had a bucket list, which is the list of things that you want to do before you die. And speaking of the bucket list, Dan's kind of bucket list for the new year he has ticked off things off the list. So you tick something off a list, you mark it as done. He also said a nice term when he was talking to me about planet Earth and he said, give it a watch. It's the same as saying watch it, but a more colloquial, nice way to say it. Um, he also said, you've thrown me off. If someone throws you off, they confuse you. And because he said, I threw him off because I told him I love him. Okay. He just cannot accept compliments. That's the problem. He also used the vocabulary of a five-year-old when he called me clever clogs in a sarcastic way. It's just like a noun to say an intelligent person. But that's generally what you hear five-year-olds say. Probably soon I will do another podcast with my niece when I go home and she will probably say that. Um, we had the term again, I stand by that. If you stand by something you said, you have not changed your mind and you maintain your opinion, let's say. We had resume, which is what Americans say for CV, curriculum vitae, I think. My Latin is not so good. Um, we had a pat on the bat, uh, pat on the bat, a pat on the back. If you give someone a pat on the back, it's a way to say, well done. You don't actually touch them, okay? That's not necessary. And we had, we do not condone abuse. So if you don't condone something, basically you're saying, we are saying this is not okay. And that is what we're saying, people, okay? Abuse is not okay. Remember, we are lovers, not fighters. Anyway, all of that rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, if it's working, rockandrollenglish.com. Go there, have fun, do the quiz, and just keep on rocking, people. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.